Hello, everyone, and you're very welcome to this week's Roscommon GA Memories with myself, Aidan Raftery, and, of course, uh, Ray Lannan. And this week we're going to be talking about the, the great rivalry between uh, two very special clubs in the one parish. That's right, it is at League versus Tremann, and that was Roscommon Senior Hurland County final that, that was held last weekend and by all means there's always that there has always been this great rivalry which we will come to later on. But we're going to start off first with the um we're going to start off first with with the weekend's county final and to take us through that we have Ray Lannan. Hello. Hello Ray, how are you? Good Aidan, thanks very much Shane. Yeah, I, I described it Aidan as the neighbours final, you know, the the local parish final at League of Tremann meeting together in the final for the first time since 1980. Two great clubs, two great teams, great people, and uh, they play underage, hurling together. They join up and play football side by side under the name of Fewerty at senior level and, of course, St. Kieran's in the underage grades. So it was a unique occasion, Aidan, in GA circles uh, that the parish rivals for 60 minutes would set aside the strong ties that bind them together uh, to battle it out for the Mickey Kniff Cup um, at the spiritual home of Roscommon Hurling, Waldron Park, in at league, on the banks of the beautiful scenic uh, River Suck. And what a beautiful area at league is, Aidan. You know, the, the river there and the buildings and the mill and, and the halls there. It's absolutely beautiful um, in, in at league. Um, so, yeah, it was the seventh occasion the two teams met in the decider and under, Tremann were the underdogs last Sunday, but they held the upper hand over their rivals uh, and neighbours um, in championship wins up to now. Like they, 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 In the six previous occasions that they met, Tremann have won four of them. You know, the first in 1956 yeah. and the most recent in 1980. Uh, at League won their two finals against uh, Tremann in 1959 and 1978. And that 1978 victory for At League was the start of a 25-year famine, which only ended in 2003. It's a long famine for a club like At League, you know, the, the third most successful club in the history of Roscommon Hurling. So they had, a, they had a 25-year famine. And it's funny, Aidan, no matter how good a team is, no matter what reputation or how good a team is, be it in soccer, rugby, Gaelic, a famine can happen. Like it happened in Liverpool, it happened in Manchester United, it happened in Kerry, you know, it happened at League. Famines, you know, it's, it's incredible how a team can be success, successful. Like Galway, for example, in football as well, Galway and Hurling, a famine. Teams that are traditionally expected to win every few years don't win for for an eternity and uh, at league we're no different to those great teams Aidan. in 1978 uh, they won and didn't win again until 2003 that's an incredible long um, gap when you think that like they won in a championship in the 30s the 40s the 50s and then the 70s and, and then it, it took them into the 2003 Tipperary were the same you know in 1971 they won the All-Ireland and then they didn't win it again until 1989 and if anybody thought that Tip wouldn't win an All-Ireland for 18 years nobody would nobody would have believed that and like we look at Cork hurling team at the moment Aidan they're on a famine of, of um, the famine the Cork hurling team at the moment is since 2005 so that's 16 years it's going on 17 years and your own club Roscommon Gales haven't won a Roscommon Senior Football Championship since 2004. That's 17 years now, going on 18 next year. And that's the longest famine that the Roscommon Gales have ever had since their founding back in 1959. It's incredible, isn't it, how big teams go long periods without winning a championship. And of course, when you look at these two teams, um, a league and Tremann, 
they both have uh, they they've both they're both afforded very good um, underage structures due to the fact that uh, both I suppose overall both clubs between them cover a large area when you bring into the football strongholds of Fury and Craigs as well and a number of them would have been um, you know to kind of play underage and I, I think that's that's the key to senior success over the years because as we know at senior level you know you have play there's there's kind of it's a two sided thing you know on one side you have the players coming through and then on the other side then you have the players that are after years of dedication to their club they for you know, I suppose the body telling them that it's time to retire or just for family or work reasons that they just, uh, for one reason or another, just can't give it anymore. So that's, uh, you know, when those players retire, it's it's key that, um, you know, those player, those other players come come through the system and are able to take those, those the players that retire take their place. And I think that's where the that's where the underage structure comes in because that's how the hurlers of t- the senior hurlers of tomorrow are developed through the underage structure. And as this as it goes through goes through the grades, it gets uh, you know they they develop they develop it as they go through each grade. And uh, then obviously strength and condition and they're physically they're developing as well. And I think that's that that's what prepares them for senior hurling because um, as we know senior hurling and senior football you. You know, it's not, it's not, it's nothing like, uh, it's nothing like underage hurling, and you really have to be able to, you know, stand, stand, stand by yourself, and and really kind of stand up for yourself on the field, and you know, no, have no quarter asked or given. Absolutely, and uh, any football hurling team, whatever sport, the youth is so important. And if you've got successful youth teams, that's great. But even if you've got youth teams that are competitive and learning their trade, they mightn't necessarily win championships. But they're the players of tomorrow, as you said. And without a strong youth system um, coming through, you won't have a senior team. And at League and Tremann play together at underage level, which is great for both clubs. And like, like as I mentioned, they're all neighbours and friends and everything. And it's amazing to go through from Roscommon out to that league last Sunday. You see a blue and white flag at one house and a blue and yellow flag at the next house on the main road out there. It was absolutely incredible. But just saying, like, from a football point of view and hurling point of view out there, like you have, you, have, you said there in um, at League and Tremann and the hurling, and then Fiorty in the football, and then Fiorty and Craig's play together under St. Kieran's at underage level. And St. Kieran's at underage level, Aiden, have been a very successful club, very, very, you know, they've won so many underage titles, and it really has bolstered the um, Fiorty and Craig's uh, senior clubs. So it's it's a great system. I see it now happening all over Roscommon. In my own area here, St. Barry's and Ruski Glass have amalgamated. They won the Roscommon Division 2 Championship this year at under 13 level, which is great. You have St. Ronan's and Michael's, you have Shannon Gales and Kilmore, Aidan, who came together yeah. and won the Division 1 under under 15 title. That's an amazing. And they beat Clannagale very easily. They beat, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a brilliant... Um, uh, thing for those players because if they were on their own they wouldn't figure at all and it's great for young fellas that they're not only are they getting a good education at underage level but they're playing with decent teams against good opposition and, and being successful and that can only be good for the future of football in those clubs and hurling and also the future of Roscommon teams in the long run you know so but back to that league Aiden, and last Sunday Tremann were playing the first county final for 25 years um, they lost in 1996 to four roads but they won the previous year the last of their 11 titles in 95 they beat St Dominic's in a replay and Mike Keaveney he was a substitute last Sunday but, and he was also a member of the squad back in 1995 for Tremann which is incredible so at league we're seeking their 20th title 
and their fourth final appearance in a row. They beat four roads in 2018 before losing to them in 2019, and then they went down to Park Pierce's in extra time in 2020. So their Park Mannion managed um, at league. He's also the Sligo senior coach, and they arrived in the final after beating Park Pierce's after penalty shootout. And then Tremont sent shockwaves throughout Roscommon when they overcame four roads by two points in the semi-final thanks to a Noel Gately goal to set up this the, the eagerly anticipated mouthwatering clash between the two parish rivals. And having, would you believe they lost the four roads in their dear group game by 19 points? It's incredible how sport is. Things can change very, very quickly. So. The, the spice in the recipe, if you like, was the fact that Tremont manager Seamus Qualter managed at league to their last success in 2018. So, so many different angles, Aidan, so many different talking points that um, brought a lot of excitement to the game in advance of it. But, Aidan, it really came down to a situation where um, at league had more scoring options. Tremont relied heavily on, on Niall Kilroy, who was... For me, the man of the match, the best hurler on the field was Niall Kilroy. He scored 12 out of the 15 points for Tremaine, and he was the best player. Uh, Tremaine led at half-time by 10 points to 2-3, but they were after playing with a strong breeze. And the two crucial goals came early in the first half for Atlee. The first was a great goal by Owen Ward. It came from a sideline cut from Darren, um, Ben McGahan. It was laid off by Robbie Fallon, I think, to Owen Ward, and he slotted it into the, corner, into the top, top, top corner. And then a few minutes later, um, Cormac Kelly got a pass inside, and he rifled it into the bottom right-hand corner. So the two goals, Aidan, in the first half were the difference, because if it was 10 points to five at half time. It's a different game. And unfortunately for Traman, immediately after half-time, or about six minutes into the second half, a high ball came into the square. There was a mix-up between the goalkeeper and the full-back, Liam um, Murray and Sean Melia. And the ball just landed on the line, and all Robbie Fallon had to do was kick it over the line. It was, no, it was, a, it was a real fortuitous goal for that league. You know, good opportunism by, by, by Robbie Fallon. He, he arrived at the right time. He had the presence of mind to be there in the right position, did what all good forwards does he waited for the break of the ball but that goal Aidan really set up at league for, for victory it put them two points ahead um, and then Niall Kilroy kept them in touch kept Tremaine in touch and then that league had a player sent off then Alan Moore was sent off about 15 minutes to go for at league he was the left full back but he was marking Niall Kilroy and uh, at league went down to 14 men but what it did was it inspired at league Aidan at league started playing as I say, down Norway, played like hell. You know what I mean? They all upped their game. They raised their game. Everybody sort of did two jobs. And it just sort of knocked the stuffing out of Tremaine. Tremaine just went back. You know, the Tremaine energy that we'd seen before that was absent. And uh, at league then, there was no stopping them. They scored unbelievable points. Where Ronan Amara got a great point. Owen, um, Angus Lyons got a couple of great points there. Um, ben McGann put over a great sideline cut from way out to the sideline. He did in the county final last year as well. Keen Murray came on and got a couple of great scores for them as well. And Owen Ward played very, very well up top, uh, whereas Tremaine were relying on Niall Kilroy. Now, there was great performers Aidan, on the Tremaine side. Like Sean Mealy, the full-back, was outstanding. Joe Brennan, centre-back, was outstanding. Peter Keelehan had a massive game in the middle of the field. I thought Niall Keenan did, did very well centre-forward. Also, Cahill Brennan, the left-half forward, was very good for Tremaine. But they just couldn't get the scores. Like, Niall Keenan did get one point. I think uh, Niall Kilroy got 12 uh, but they didn't have the spread of scores in you know when you're relying on one man to get the majority of your scores it's always a risky risky situation it's like all your eggs are in the one basket uh, Michael Brennan came on and got a score for, for um, Tremaine as did Darren Gately 
with the Craig's man and Darren Gately hadn't scored a goal in the quarterfinal win over St Dominic's and he was on the team and his brother Noel was on the bench now Noel scored the winning goal against Four Roads in the semi-final and those two Craig's lads were trying to emulate Seamus and Martin Joe Kane from Craig's who won championships with uh, uh, Four Roads or with uh, Tremaine back in the 70s so Martin Joe won an All-Ireland under 21 which was common in 66 so Seth and Seamus his brother Seamus won championships with Tremaine so they're keeping the Craig's Tremaine tradition alive Aidan you know but uh, ultimately Ben McGahan Angus Lyons stepped up to the mark Owen Coyle had a massive game at centre back for um, at league he was absolutely tremendous Dave Connell in goals and Niall Connolly Aidan the right full back was tremendous as well for um for uh, at league cornerback he took a ball off the line he made some great clearances some good hooks blocks and tackles and he was outstanding Ronan Amara came good in the second half Owen Ward got a great goal and got a couple of points as well so ultimately Aidan um, once Craig's or sorry at league got their tails up there was no stopping them they had the wind in their backs they were down to 14 men but they played like like tiger, fought like tigers tenaciously and yeah. Tremaine had no answer to it and unfortunately the, the, the wait goes on for Tremaine what a great club but uh, they'll have to look forward now to 2022 and hope that they can do what at league did last year at league lost the final to Torrey Pierce's and they came back this year and got back into the final and, and won it so credit to them Aidan that's it, and I think really when you, when you look at it too, maybe maybe the pain of last year was still was still there in the at league players, and even with a man down. But sometimes actually that can work better for a team when they're a man down, uh, which is an ironic thing um, where they actually just for some reason for one for one reason or another they just kind of come together and they play better with, with 14 men than 15 but also like I suppose with the spread of scores and and that as well it was kind of you know that that pain from last year kind of drove them on with determination because they didn't want it to happen two years in a row yeah uh, or for a th- you know yeah for a th- for another year so uh I suppose as the saying goes from come hell or high water they weren't going to lose on Sunday and they dug deep which is what any team needs to do when they're a man down but especially you know in any match but especially in a county final yeah absolutely they dug deep and they dug deep for each other their big players came good you know the Ben McGahans the Angus Lyons Ron Amara um, you know they all they all stepped up to the mark Dara Heavey as well but Owen Coyle I, for me I thought Owen Coyle was the man of the match either him or Niall Connolly um, it was given to Angus Lyons for his last 15 minutes performance he went back sweeper and he, he won a lot of ball he got two points as well he was very very good in the second half there's no question about Angus Lyons but I thought Niall Connolly was outstanding throughout the game and Owen Coyle uh, so I, th- I would have given it either of those but Ben McGahan was tremendous as well Aidan, the captain of the team um, but yeah it's great for um, the players on like some of the players there on that league team like David Delaney uh, the full back that's his fifth senior hurling championship medal now going back dating back to 2003 for his first David Connell the goalkeeper as well that's his fifth dating back to 2003 and Niall Connolly that's his fifth also and would you believe Aidan when at league beast St Mary's of Sligo in the 19, in the 2003 Connacht Club Championship to beat them down in Carrick and Shannon by 1-8 to 12 points and believe it or not I was at that match David Connell was in goals for that league and Nye Connolly was right full back for them and they're still right goalkeeper and right full back isn't that incredible there's not too many teams in Ireland not too many teams in Ireland would have a, a goalie and a right full back still in the same positions 18 years on from, from the last uh, from the first time they, they, they won the county championship back in 2003 it's incredible 
that's it. And like as well as that, like you know, you can't buy that level of experience that those players like uh, David Connell and uh, David Delaney, you know, that, that that they can actually bring to you know when that sort of longevity, which which breeds which breeds experience, you know. And and I suppose because of that, they were able to guide guide the younger players as well, which is which is a huge key that you know maybe you know if the if the team are in a certain we say losing or whatever, or they're, they're backs against the wall in certain situations, which can, which can happen in any game. Yeah. You know, that they have those players like that in, in the team that can say, listen, don't, don't panic, just, I suppose, trust the process and keep going and, and remember the game plan. And I think sometimes, you know, in a match like that, if you're, if you're losing, and I know if he didn't look like losing at any stage in the game, but, you, you know, it, it's, it can be very easy when things go wrong change things whereas if you cha- if you uh, trust the game plan and stick to the game plan that's what can come through in the end and, and win it for you but uh, I mean they, th- those two guys were there and them along with uh, along with Pat Nolan as well would have been key and of course look to, uh, all throughout the team but you know these, these are all uh, all highly experienced players yeah, Pat Nolan had a good game when he came on Ed, and he won a couple of vital balls in the full back line in the last 15 minutes short and up the defence Aidan um, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah as you said that league never looked like losing they came, re- remained calm that all the, the senior players came good for them uh, one thing I'd say Aidan I was at the game in front of uh, I was behind Parik Mannion the, the uh, at league manager and I wasn't the, the, I didn't see the Tremann the Tremann bench obviously were the far side of the field so I didn't observe them as closely as we have been able to observe at league bench but I have to say Parik Mannion the, the league manager Aidan I've never seen a cooler manager in my life. He never opened his mouth to the players. He never shouted into the players. You know, you know, he, yeah. he, he trusted his players. He, he knew his players could do the job on the field for him. So he wasn't shouting at players or roaring in on the field. You know, you see managers, a lot of us, we do it, I do it myself, shouting in at players or roaring them on and encouraging them and, and, and making switches and all that. I've never seen a cooler manager than Parik Mannion. He was there with his selectors and they just remained calm and they, they, their players remained calm. And I suppose that reflects on the, on the, on the team. If the, if the management is calm, the team will be calm. And, and credit to Parik Mannion, Aidan. It's a great result for him as well, you know, and, and his team. They, they, a league mint business last week and, and they were the better team. Uh, it's hard luck on Tremaine. Everybody would like to see them win as well, but it just didn't happen for them. But while, just while I mentioned, Aidan, that... Um, 2003 at league team that won the championship that broke the 25 year famine I'll just give you the, a few of the, t- the team there David Connolly in goals David Connolly in goals Niall Connolly Tomas Reddington um, Kevin McGinney, uh, uh you had uh, John Connolly Mervyn Connington Pori Cuddy Kieran Regan um, and then you had L Connington uh, S O'Brien, A. Kniff, Frank Farrell, played with me on the minor team in 92, K. Mullen, M. Uh, G., uh, P. Glennon. So just to remind ourselves of the great players that, that won that championship for um, at league, Pat Glennon, Kevin Regan, yeah, Frank Farrell. So like the great players, Aidan, and just to give them a shout as well, the team of 2003 that broke the... Uh, the famine, if you like, you know, Pori Cuddy, all those great players from John and Niall Connolly as well, of course, Aidan, you know, so so that's uh, <clears throat> at, le- at League's win last week, Aidan, and I suppose, I suppose while we're on that, we could, we're talking about Roscombe GA members, we could look back maybe to at League's previous win from 2003, which was in 1978, Aidan, yeah. uh, and they beat Tremaine by 2-8 to 1-4, sorry, 2-8 to 1-10. So uh, it was a great win for, for at league. Uh, it was the Roscommon Hurland Championship, one-point win for at league over Paris Rivals to Man. 
Um, it brought back the title to at league for the first time since 1975. They won it in 75 as well. It was played in ideal weather conditions on a pitch that was perfect for hurling, and the final was rated as one of the best yet seen in the county. It was good fast hurling was the order of the day from the start to finish, and the sporting attitude of both sides in was very commendable. You know, it was great to see it. Yeah. There was. Uh, there wasn't an incident in the whole game that Brian Kelly, the referee, had to deal with. At league, uh, won the toss and played with the sun to their backs and were very much the better team for the first quarter and they notched up 1-3, having gone, um, uh, having had some near misses as well. Then Tremont started to get their game together and had two quick points. At league, added another uh, point and the losers, Tremont, replied with a brace of fine points before at league closed the first half scoring with a goal. So the half-time score was 2-4 uh, to four points. Uh, in the first minute of the second half, at league, we're again on top, adding five more points, and Tremont now changed their forward formation and piled on the pressure for 15, uh, for 15 minutes, scoring five points to at league's two. Then they got a, a goal, Tremont did, that was uh, denied to them by fine defensive work uh, previously, leaving only a point between the two teams. A very exciting game. So the final 10 minutes was really a, a welter of excitement with that league adding their last score and Tremont having to settle for a last point when they so badly needed a goal for victory. So Tremont, a bit like last Sunday, and Tremont needed the goal. They never got it. They needed the goal in 78, an extra goal in 78 didn't come. So the winners just about deserved the victory, but certainly the result could have gone either way. So at league's win can be accounted for the better teamwork and sharpness in attack. Outstanding displays came from Michael Glennon, the team captain, a brilliant goalkeeper as well, Michael Glennon. The backs, Peter Fallon, Gabriel Connolly and Michael Cuddy. Harry Crowley had a great game at midfield. Now, Harry Crowley was from Orden, and Orden probably yeah. didn't have the hurling team up, senior up and running at that stage, but he won an All-Ireland Under-21 medal with Roscommon in 1978 as well. So it was really a bumper year for Harry Crowley. He was a great footballer, uh, as well as hurler. And uh, Jerry Keenan also had a great game for them. Damien Finneran had a great game at left half forward. He scored four, four points. He got good support in the attack from Jerry Nocton and his brother Michael Nocton and, of course, and Jim, Jimmy Waldron. So Jimmy Waldron, Ed, would you believe, he was a great hurler. And he taught me English in St. Mel's College in Longford. Jim Waldron, very, very intelligent man, very smart man. English and history were his two fortes. And he really could have been a university professor. He was that sort of very, very, uh, very, very uh, dedicated teacher, very, very knowledgeable. The amount of wisdom and knowledge he had about English and history was was very enjoyable to learn from him. Like, and, and thank God everybody. Got... That's, that's something that, that he could bring into his sporting life. We say, even if he was like a, a coach or um, a coach or a player, you'd have that kind of. You know, you'd have that in level of intelligence that you need to play as uh, senior hurling as well. And, uh, you know, they can crisscross, can't they, the skills like that. Yeah, well, look, managers need to be clever guys. They need to be clever, and women. They need to be clever because tactics and spotting changes and switches that's needed. You could could be a manager, and if you don't make the switches in time, it could be fatal to your team's prospects. So a manager needs to be able to make a decision and make a change. It could be in the first minute or it could be in the last minute. And you see good managers, Aidan, making changes after five minutes and say, right, switch the cornerbacks, switch the corner forwards, bring, bring the midfielder, bring a third midfielder into the middle of the field to, to crowd out that space, put a defender or a sweeper in front of the full back because they're targeting the full forward who's a speed merchant. And these sort of tactical decisions have to be looked at very, very carefully and very quickly. And games are very are dynamic creatures. You have to adapt to them very, very quickly. Otherwise, you could be lost. And you often see teams delaying making changes, delaying taking off a player, delaying bringing on a player, delaying 
in, uh, introducing a sweeper system, uh, you know, uh, delaying making a switch of a full forward to midfield or whatever, vice versa. So all of these things take, I would say, experience in a lot of experience. Play, managers would generally look at a lot of games over their lifetime, over and the, all the students of the game. You've never, as a coach. You've never learned it. You always learn it. There's always a new, some new angle. It's like learning a language. There's always a new word to learn in a language. Same with coaches. There's always a new tactic. Always a new ploy. Always a new switch that you can invoke. And there's always something you can learn in every game. Every game is a is a is a is a lecture aid and it's a lesson. And uh, sometimes a manager can learn by the hard lessons. And sometimes a manager can get lucky. And sometimes a manager can learn from other people's misfortune or, 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 or luck. Somebody said one time, you learn from your mistakes. And it's true, but you also learn from other teams' mistakes. You know, if other managers make mistakes, you see, well, we're not going to do that because that they introduced it and didn't work for them. And other people can learn from our mistakes as well. So it's, it's a big thing being a manager, a very, very uh, important job. And, you know, we're scumming. Uh, teams last week, Seamus uh, Qualter and uh, Porrick Mannion for um, um, at league, you had two of the best hurling managers in, in Connacht there and uh, Tremaine just lost out because they hadn't, the, the forward line wasn't as good as the league forward line but then the last thing about the 1978 final uh, Tremaine had a fine, um, a fine goalkeeper, Michael Murray the good performances from Sean Farr, Tommy Healy Mick O'Connell and Mickey Byrne um, Martin, Joe Kane and Joe Coyne were prominent in the midfield in the second half particularly the Kilroy's up front um, Seamus Farrell and Matt Kane so that was 1978 Aidan and Roscommon final was won by at league uh, and they also won as I said in 75 Aidan I can give you the team that league team that won in 75 yeah. as well because um, they beat four roads would you believe the same scoreline 2-8 to 1-10 so isn't that amazing? Like they won two county finals, 75 and 78, both of them by 2-8 to 1-10 by a point. So they must have been training to score 2-8 and to keep the defence down, or the, the opposition down to 2-1-10. To two, to but anyway, that league hurling team of 75, that won the final, beating um, 4 rows, 2-8 two, two, to 1-10. Father B. Casey, M. Fallon, P. Fallon, Owen McCann, uh, Jerry Nocton, Tony Waldron, uh, D, uh, Dominic Connolly, you know Dominic, the fa- da- great Dominic, man Dominic, yeah. yeah. Great stalwart of Fiorty at League, John and, and um, Niles' dad, uh, Dermot McCann, Mickey, Michael Finneran, uh, T. Garrity, David McCann, M. Kane, S. Connolly, M. Cuddy, G. Connolly, Cahill McCann, uh, Michael Glennon, Jim Waldron, um, A. Flaherty, S. Bannon, M. Redden, M. Kelly, J. Delaney, P. Snipe, J. Snipe, T. Cuddy. So it's nice to remember them teams, Ed, in 75 and 78, the at League team, you know, the 70, 75 team. Um, that, was, that was the first title, I think, since '59. But the Baron period in the 50, in 60s as well. But uh, yeah, Cahill, Owen, Dermot, and Robert McCann were great players in, you know, for uh, at leagues in that era. Um, and they broke their 16-year famine in 1975, and they ended Tremaine's dominance because Tremaine had won a hat trick in 72, 73, 74. So they were a serious team, Tremaine, in the early 70s and the late 70s. And uh, Tremaine contested four of the next five county finals between 76 and 80. So the main man in that league, Aidan, was Johnny Hockey. He was a legend, isn't he? Living legend. He's still going. He's still, I think he's living down in Tumbercurry now with his brother. But he's a great man, Johnny Hockey. And there's a lovely monument to him in that league, a little um, wood carving of Johnny Hockey. And it says, uh, a great servant of, of club and county, you know, and, and it's, it's a brilliant. And the, thing, the inscription underneath it as well says, Mullan Oiga. I'll just chuck sheet. Praise the youth and they'll progress. And then the main man in Tremaine was Mike John Lane. He was he was a great leader as well. Oh, 
Yeah. Great and a lovely gentleman on the field and off the field. Yeah. Did you know him? Did you? Yeah. 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 Mike John Lane. So he. So he he was he was a great stalwart as well, you know. So so yeah, that league team made there: Seamus Bannon, Michael Glennon, Kieran Connell, Peter Fallon, Gabriel and Dominic Connolly, Michael and Tommy Cuddy, Michael and Damien Finner, and Tom and John, Jimmy Waldron, Jerry Nocton, Canon Liam Devine as well, and Liam Rowan. So they're 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 the men Aidan in the seventies, you know, that that brought uh, at league success, and um, of course they've continued that success now last Sunday with that victory over Tremann. But Tremann Aidan, as I said earlier. They were a great team in the 70s as well, um, one in 72, 73 and 74. And uh, of course they won 76 final as well. And that final Aiden, of 1976 qualified Traman to go forward to play in the Connacht Club Championship. And in 77, they were in the Connacht, Traman won the Connacht Club Championship, which is absolutely incredible. In the first round of the Connor Club Championship, yeah, yeah, the first round of the championship, they beat Crave Rua of Sligo. They're from Sligo Town. They beat them three yeah. nine, three nine to one nine, and in the semi final, they beat Ballon Robe of Mayo four nine to two two, and in the final, Aidan, they beat Kiltormer of Galway by two seven to one nine. Isn't that incredible? That is, I mean, that, I mean that, that's some achievement. I've like, been able to beat a team of that quality in Kilsomer because we all know we all know the quality of teams that they have in Galway at that, at that level, and and to do that was a, a, great, a great achievement. Absolutely. If you think Kiltormer, one of the great clubs of Galway, as you said, Aidan, they had Tony Kilkenny, Ali Kilkenny later on, but Tony Kilkenny and uh, Connor Hayes were both playing for Kiltormer in that match in '77, yeah. and like they won all Ireland medals with. Uh, with with Galway in in six in in eighty seven and eighty eight and they also uh, Connor Hayes won an All Ireland with Galway in nineteen eighty as well so like for 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 the likes of Tremaine to beat for uh, Kiltormer it's absolutely incredible you know and uh, all the great players they had there like Ray Fallon the Kilroys um, you know just amazing team um, Tremaine. Um Kilroy's, Ray Fallon, Joe Coyne, Mickey Reynolds, and uh, Jackie Kilroy scored one two. Matt Kilroy scored a goal. You know, absolutely amazing, Aidan. And then in the, the All Ireland semi final, they lost to Glen Rovers of Cork. Now they lost heavily, very heavily, yeah. which you would expect. You know, Glen Rovers. That's the team of Christy Ring, Aidan. You know, and that's uh, right, yeah. and uh, later on, he also represented Cline as well, uh, Christy Ring. But. Uh, we all know that we're all very aware of Hurling fans or GA fans in general will be aware of the tradition of that uh, you know Glen Rovers have in the, both the core both the core hurling championship but also all around Ireland and what they could achieve and the great players that they had as well. So it just go, it just goes to show I suppose it would have been it would have been expected for for Glen Rovers to win that game anyway. But uh, you know for 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 a Roscommon team to be mixing in those sorts of circles. Um, you, you know, in, in the big matches, it, it, it would have been a huge thing at the time. Oh, absolutely! Like they, they, they were trailblazers. They were the first team to win it um, uh, yeah. on the field. You know, the Connacht. Uh, I think um, Four Roads won it in '88 as well. Uh, but uh, the, the for Tremont team was '77. Like that was that was amazing what they did. You know, they, they were really uh, trailblazers. Like I think Glen Rovers won the All Ireland that that year. Um, they beat Camross of Leash by two twelve to eight points in the final. So they hammered Cam Ross as well. So like it just shows the, you know, the magnitude of what Tremaine did. And like Glenn Rovers, you said Aiden, that's the club of uh, Christy Ring. It's the club of 
Moss Mulcahy. You know, it's one of the great clubs in, in Irish hurling or sports in general. Cork City team. And you were right, Chris Ring, he came from Cloyne. Um, and then he moved in to, I think, play with with uh, with um, with uh, those that team, Glen Rovers, you know. So seventy-seven. Yeah, that, that was that was that was due to work reasons as well, because where he was working with, he, he couldn't get work or whatever, so he had to move into the city. He had to move into the city, and you know, but he, he was highly highly respected. Her, as we we all know, and what he went on was, you know, what he went on to achieve, Lord of Mercy and both. You know, it is great to see that when you when you look back at history, to think that Roscommon teams were kind of in that in that sort of mix against players and and against teams like that, wasn't it? Oh, unreal, unreal, and, and uh, like as as I say, they they they, they blazed the trail. Um, so that uh, did um, did um, Tremaine and you know, and, and winning winning that 1977 um, uh, kind of club championship was absolutely phenomenal, you know. So. Um, but uh, Aidan, the, the Tremont team, Aidan, of 1977 will go down in folklore. But uh, just in 1978, of course, we mentioned there they lost out to um, to um, at league. But in 79, they came back, Tremont, and they beat at league 13 points to five. Um, and that final was played in um, in, in that league in, Aidan, in September 1979. And Tremont won the title um which they last held in 1976, in a, and this final failed to live up to expectations. At league, never rose to the occasion, and never once had the lead. Midway through the second half, at league collapsed, and Tremaine won virtually as they pleased. It was a low-scoring first half in which the defences dominated. Tremaine turned around six points to three in the lead at half time. So at league brought a little excitement to the game on the resumption, and were trailing by only a point after six minutes in the second half. Um, the two points from Anthony Flaherty from freeze were the last scores they were to get. Like they only scored five points in the game. Tremaine scored 13. Tremaine were beaten by Atlee in the, the previous year's final. Seemed to find more and more energy as the game progressed. So many pre-match pundits thought that the that their older side, uh, despite being more experienced, might find the pace too much in the second half. But that wasn't the case. So it was not to be for Atlee. Tremaine finished the fitter and stronger team than their younger opponents and. Uh, uh, the, the veterans like Mikey Reynolds, uh, Matt Cain, Jackie Kilroy uh, were outstanding, you know, and uh, Seamus Kilroy scored eight points as well. So Brian Kelly was the referee, and Anthony Flaherty Aiden scored all the points for um, for at league five points. So it was an easy victory in the end for for at league in 1978, Aiden, 13 points to five. And of course, Anthony Flaherty. Yeah, and of course, Anthony Flaherty went on to be to become a well-known and well-respected referee after that as well. He did indeed. Anthony's a great man. I was talking yeah. to him at the game last Sunday. His son David came on in in towards the end of the game. David Flaherty, and Anthony was an excellent referee. A mild-mannered man, a very very fair, good referee in football and hurling. Gentleman. And of course, he was a great hurler himself. Like he played for Roscommon in the eighties in that famous game against Wexford in the Centenary Cup in nineteen eighty four, when Roscommon beat Wexford. Uh, Anthony was in that team with the Kilroys, Winston Deppina, Fran Harkins from Ballygar, Frank Carty from Four Roads, Paddy Dolan from Four Roads, Harry Crowley. There were some great hurlers in that Roscommon team, and they beat they beat um, the famous Wexford team in, in in the Centenary Cup. Probably, I would say, in the most famous hurling win in Roscommon's history, beating Wexford. In, a, in an A-grade game, you know, in the top game. And, uh, and yeah, and when you put it in context... Put it in context. Yeah, of course, as well, as well as that, um, 
Well, you know, because he was a hurler, that's probably what made him such a good referee because he had played the game. He understood the referee. He understood the rules and he understands where a player is coming from. But he, he was still able to apply that to his refereeing career. Absolutely, yeah. He was a great great referee, very good referee. Um, always very, a gentleman uh, and on and off the field. And uh, he was very excited last week. I saw the celebrations after the game. It was great to see that league team uh, celebrating with their supporters like Anthony Flaherty, Robert McCann, all those great hurling men there in that league, uh, jubilant and joyous um, with their team, with Ben McGahan lifting the cup. And then hard luck on, on, on Father Liam Devine was in as well, Canon Liam Devine, former at-league player. Uh, but it's hard luck on, on Tremaine, very sad that they lost. But look, that's the way it goes, Aidan, it's unfortunate for Tremaine. But they'll, hopefully they'll be back, great club, um, really, really top, top people as well. And uh, they have a great setup out there, the stadium, nice stadium as well. And they wear the blue and yellow jerseys, so it's hard not to have sympathy for a team wearing blue and yellow jerseys, Aidan, you know. Um, so, so yeah, so at League Aidan won, um, won in 78, they were defeated in 79 by Tremaine. So Tremaine won that final 13 points to five, very easy victory in 79 and then the saga continued in 1980 when Tremaine and at league met again and this was a closer contest so but it ended up Tremaine winning by 110 to 17 so Tremaine successfully defended the county title at at league um, and they defeated the rather we you know people said it was a, it was a, it was it wasn't a great at league team but they only lost by 3 points so in a game that never lived up to expectations, despite the fact the conditions of hurling were ideal, the reputations of a few of the players on either side were 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 were, were enhanced. So Tremaine won the toss, and um, they elected to play with the aid of the, the breeze. Uh, they immediately set about their task in a determined manner, and uh, they had a point on the board from Seamus Kilroy. The Mick Reynolds added another poor Jackie Kilroy got a crucial goal for Tremaine following a splendid save by at least goalkeeper Michael Glennon the ball broke loose um, and uh, the ball was put in the back of the net you know so Tremaine Aidan uh, were a point up after 20 minutes of the second half there, even though Jimmy Waldron cancelled out um, a few good scores by, by Tremaine Tremaine were coast into victory their half back line of Byrne, Kelly and Kane had ample opportunity to uh, to clear their lines when at least did attack in the middle of, of the field but it was not unusual to find two or three Tremaine men waiting for the clearances from the defence so the last 10 minutes at league managed to cut the leeway down to three points but at no stage did they look capable of, of scoring a goal so when the final whistle sounded to the margin was three points, one ten to one seven. So in Tremont team, uh, they showed superior skill and teamwork and uh, a great degree of fitness. Mullen and goal was outstanding. Farrell, Farrell was outstanding as well. You know, um, the, the Tremont men were were really the the the, the, the team of, of the day. And you know, um, Tremont, um, you know, they 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 led at one stage by one seven to one one. You know, so that just tells you that. The dominance they had, you know. So there was, so as I said, the second half of the league would, had the breeze. They came more into the game, but it was Tremaine who got the first blood, with Matt Kane scoring a point in, uh, in 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 the first minute of the second half. So the next ten minutes, the game was was won and lost. Jerry Nocton began to dominate from at league from midfield for the first time in the game. At league looked like mountain uh, a challenge uh, with points from Finnerden and uh, Jim Waldron, but. Um, they couldn't work a goal because Michael Glennon was outstanding in goals, you know, for for uh, for that league. So, in the end, Aidan Nocton in, in defence and midfield Nocton was good for for um, at league in defence, and uh, Damien Finner and Jimmy Walter, Michael Connolly were good in attack, but they never were able to um, 
get the better of the Tremont defence really to get the extra goal that they would have needed in to 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 win the game. So um, so that, that's that, that's. Uh, that's the way it was in 1980. Um, Damien Finneran, I'll give you the scores. James Kilroy got five points. Jackie Kilroy got a goal. Matt Kane, three points. Joe Coyne, Mickey Reynolds, a point apiece. And then Damien Finneran, one, one. Jim Walden, three points. Michael Finneran, two points. And Jerry Nocton, a point for, for, um, for that league. So I'll give you the two teams as well. For that league, Michael Glennon, G. Connolly, Owen McCann, uh, Liam Devine, Father Liam Devine, left full back. Jerry Nocton, Colin McCann, Michael Cuddy, uh, D. Kelly, David McCann, Anthony Flaherty, uh, Michael Connolly, Damien Finneran, Michael Finneran, Dominic Connolly, Jim Waldron, and E. Finneran for Liam Devine. And then Tremann, Seamus Mullen, T. Tom Healy, Seamus Farrell, K- Kevin Farrell, T. Kelly, Martin Joe Kane, M. Byrne, Seamus S. Farrell, J- Joe, Co- Joe Coyne, Matt Kane, uh, S. Farrell, S. J. Uh, J. Coyne, M. Kane, S. Kilroy, M. O'Connell, and Ray Fallon. Jackie Kilroy and Mickey Reynolds so the referee was Mick Fahey from Roscommon and the subs was T Lynch for T Healy so Tremaine Aiden they won that game pretty comfortably despite what the scoreline said you know they had led by 6 points 1-7 to 1-1 at one stage at least did make a fist of it in the second half but they weren't able to bridge the gap 6 points gap was too much and uh, at league uh, fell short by three points and that was the last time that at league and Tremaine played and met together in a county final until 2021. So, uh, yeah, it was a great saga. Like, it was Dublin and Kerry dominated football in all in, in Ireland football in the 70s. Cork and Kilkenny were in a lot of hurling finals, you know. Galway and Kilkenny also. And then it was Tremaine and, and that league were the two dominant teams in Wisconsin hurling. And uh, they played out some great, great action. That's it, and I suppose really a few, just a few interesting connections as well um, that I think will be, you know, the tradition of the of the two clubs. And I suppose earlier on we referenced that um, I suppose that the hurling side of the area or the football side of the area, as in Craig's and um, Tremaine, both of them are sorry, not not Tremaine, I mean uh, Beauty, both of them clubs actually were were contributors to the team on Sunday but also not not just Sunday but over the years and I think you know and then as a, leading on to that then of course you have the tradition of you know at league and Tremaine at league Tremaine at, at underage level would have been a key contributor towards the CBS uh, you know the CBS hurling, hurlers and indeed footballers as well but I suppose this is about hurling so it, it's kind of and I suppose more, none more so than the 1992 when the Roscommon CBS uh, senior hurlers got to the B final in Tullamore, and uh, there was a number of uh, players from bo- from both Tremaine and at league on that team, on that, on that, not just on the starting fifteen, but on the on the panel as well that day, which would have been, I suppose, a very proud thing for both clubs to have. Absolutely, and like you, some great hurlers, didn't you? Tommy Healy, um, Liam Murray was in that team, Malcolm Dalton. Um, so it was, great, it was great, great team Aiden, wasn't it? The CBS team of 1992, yeah. and I think lost uh, was it Abbey CBS of Tipperary, was it? That they lost. Um, it was Bontrodi. It was Bontrodi in the final, yeah. In yeah. Final. yeah, so yeah, it was a game I was at now, and a great game, and it was lovely to see 
you know, your own college, you know, at that level, and to be to be dining to be dining at the same table as as teams like Bun Clody, you know, teams from Wexford and things like that, and uh, you know, it, it was great. It was great to see it, and uh, but you know, I think there was there was a number a number of players that possibly you would have played with a, a county minor as well that played that day, and I mean, uh, other players like from other clubs like Damien Gannon. Uh, played played well that day. Marty Healy, um, Hi John Hi as well played that day as well. So it, it's it's great to be able to look back and see, you know, that players from from your club played in an All Ireland B colleges final. Yeah, absolutely, and you know it's it was amazing. Like and um, uh, Damien Gannon, I think was from St Dominic's, wasn't he? That's right, yeah. St Dominic's and yeah, it's a great great. Alan Dolan was a great hurler there from St Dominic's as well, and Donald Donnelly. They were all good players in St Dominic's. Liam Murray. And of course, St. Dominic's, you know, had a great team in the in the nineties as well. Like they won the nineteen ninety four, I think, Connacht or Championship. I think they won in ninety nine as well. It was Scotland Championship, St. Dominic's, and they would have been backbone by the Liam Murrays and Alan Dolan's, Dominic, uh, Donald Donnellys. I suppose Alan Nolan might have been that team as well, Aidan, in nineteen ninety two. Alan Nolan, Liam Murray, uh, Tommy Healy, Eddie Garrity. What about Eddie Garrity from Tremann? Eddie That's played right, Eddie Garrity from Tremann as well, and. Um, I'm trying to think of other players that might have figured um, in, in in that team in '92. Kevin Keegan, probably Jason Hoare, uh, maybe from Roscommon Town. And but uh, yeah, it was a great teammate in, in 1992 that got to the All Ireland final. And and uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think they beat the Tip team in the semi final. Would they? Would that be? Would I be right? right. Yeah, would it, uh, that, that, that would have been it as well. And I mean, as well as that, you, you know, there were there were always great uh, two great teams for uh, contributing towards Roscommon County. Uh, county senior team as well, but not only the seniors uh, at county level, but also underage, you know, under 16, under uh, minor, under 21, you know, in big competitions. But, uh, and of course, now we, we all know the new structure that's in place, the Celtic League. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and long may that tradition last. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose, Ed, and I'll just finish on looking back briefly at the Tremann's last ever victory in the county championship, you know, finish off. Uh, and, and that came in 1995, Ed, and they beat um, St. Dominic's in a replay by 211 to, to, to nine points. I think that went after extra time as well. So the, the captain, Mike, Mike John Lane, was the president of the hurling board at the time, and he presented the, 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 the cup to uh, Tremans winning captain Tom Healy. Now, Tom was, we spoke about Tom being on that Roscommon CBS team in 92, and Tom was a great uh, servant of Fiorty Football Club for a long time, Aidan. And I remember Tom Healy being on the Roscommon under-16 panel or minor panel when I was up there, and he was a strong man. He was as strong as Knox. He used to play cornerback. And I think he played cornerback for a Scotland hurling team as well, but he was a great man, great hurler, great footballer, built like a tank. And uh, they, they, they won that game by 2-11, as I said, to nine points, the replay. And the scores that day, I'll give you the, I'll give you the, um, uh, the teams now. Tremann, understand you, were elated at the sound of the final whistle. It was the first uh, championship since 1980. And O'Mullen, O'Boyle, Marty Healy at the back were fantastic. Joe Nocton, Tom Healy at midfield, Adrian Coyne, John Hoy, Brendan Nocton um, were the all-fashioned match-winning performances. So, like John Hoy, there was you talked about John Hoy being on the CBS team in 1992 as well. And uh, for Dominic's, they had many hard workers on the day, but not enough inspiration, and everything came unstuck when they lost the leadership of uh, of Killian. It must have been Tom Killian had to go off. 
um, Prunches Killian rather so Prunches Killian had to go off his big big loss and Prunches is a great servant to the GA as well Aidan. Prunches Killian as a yeah. coach as a player as a, as a and, you know he's, he's doing so much work over many many years at summer camps you name it all that work you know you talk about teams being successful you know the club level and everything else but all that work that goes into the coaches the coaches going to the schools the summer camps yeah all that hidden work, you know, because I found when I did a bit of coaching myself in Donegal, the players that we had, they were getting great coaching from the lads going to the schools and they're coming in really, really good, you know, and, and you know, they were, the schools were augmenting what was being done at the club's level and it's, it's all helpful. Those fellas and ladies going to teach kids hurling and football and camogie in the schools, you cannot understate the importance and the value of that aid and it's a brilliant resource and it's great for the schools as well to see people coming to, to do the football you know I'm sure the teachers are delighted that that aspect of it is taken out of their hands for an hour whatever it is in the mornings or the afternoons that the, the, the pupils can go and, and play Gaelic football or hurling or camogie with the, with the coaches coming in and fair play to the GA for supporting that so for Dominic's aid in the 95 Prunches Killian was a big loss but Dermot Gannon David Gately Philip Connolly Prunches Killian Liam Murray Peter Lyons all battled hard so um, I give you the the Tremont team that won that championship Aidan Mike Keaveney of course was a sub in 95 he was a sub in 2021 as well for Tremont so D. Daly T. Lynch S. Mullen M. Mobile D. Healy M. Healy G. Lynch J. Nocton T. Healy A. Coyne S. Healy E. Garrity that's Eddie Garrity J. High John High P. Tiernan B. Nocton and F. Byrne for Tiernan and extra time P. Tiernan for Byrne P. Lynch for Healy and the scores for Tremont G Lynch got a goal uh, uh, J Nocton got a point Tom Healy got two points A Coyne got three points S Healy E Garrity and J Hockey got a point apiece P Tiernan got a goal and B Nocton got a point so P Tiernan did very well he came on the next time and scored a goal in. so that was a great great um, uh, great uh, work from him you know and then Dominic's team had C Donnelly Damien Gannon, Dermot Gannon, A. Ward, D. Gately, Tom Killian, K. Beatty, Prunches Killian, P. Connolly, M. Nolan, Mike Lyons, Liam Murray, Declan Kilkline, Porrick Lyons and Dean Ockton, subs Jane Ockton for Kilkline, Alan Dolan for Morden and Mike M. Tarpey as well came on for a sub as well. Donald Donnelly came on for Prunches Killian, P. Mulhern came on for P. Connolly and A. Dolan came on again. So the referee was Michael Carroll Aiden from Ballymore. He was a good ref as well. So that's the last championship Aiden that Tremont won in 1995. They overcame a gallant St. Dominic's team who were then the reigning champions in 1994. And um, they won that championship uh, captained by Tom Healy. And uh, they were there again, of course, in 2021, but it wasn't to be Aiden. So, um, yeah, Aiden... Tremont and and uh, at league have a special place in Roscommon uh, GA history and folklore. Um, they have, you know, they have given so much to hurling. They have uh, combined together to form a great club in Fiorty. They have between them now they have thirty one championships. So eleven for Tremont and twenty. 20 for for at league so i'll just give you a little just a little excerpt of the of the of the the title or the opening paragraph of the report when Tremann won that last championship in 95 it says 15 years without senior hurling title may seem like a very long time but following uh, a total of over two and a half hours of energy sapping exchanges against the 1994 champions finally capturing the prize after such a wait at a wind-torn and rain-soaked at league last Sunday in front of a big crowd must have felt like a lifetime. Last Sunday's unspectacular replay 
had many features of the drawing game within a crockery men again came good near the end of normal time to stay alive. But the first period of extra time, the sending off of influential captain Tom Killian um, ultimately turned the tide for Tremont Terriers, who put the seal on a long-awaited victory with a blitz of scores well before the finish. So that's that's the, the headline, Aidan, from the 1995 final between um, between um, at league and... Um, sorry, Tremann and St. Dominic. So uh, they won their, their 11th and to date their last title on that occasion. And unfortunately for them, they came up short against a very, very good at league team last week. And it's all credit to at league. And, you know, they were the better team on the day. They had a great, greater range of, of scorers, if you like, more spread of scores. And unfortunately for, for them, and Nike Hillry particularly was outstanding. Pete Keelan, outstanding. Porrick Brennan, Joe Brennan, Nile Keenan as well and uh, they just Sean Mealy the full back all their centre men had a great game and Cahill Brennan had a great game left half forward as well but great occasion but one thing Aidan about last Sunday um, the the um, Cassidy Brass and Pipe Band Aidan were back in that league for a county final for the first time since 2019 which was lovely to see and Danny Burke was there beating out the drum as, he, as he's been do- doing for many many years with Cassidy uh, Brass and, and Reed Band Aidan so it's, it's a great and of course, as well, uh, just a keynote to yourself as well. You're 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 a great man for the old uh, for the old trumpet as well. So there's a bit of, there's a bit of a brass band in you as well. Well, I've been fortunate, and I played with the brass band in Donegal for a few years, and I played with an instrument called the baritone horn, which I really really enjoy. I get so much enjoyment from it, and I love playing it uh, as often as I can, and um, I like playing different types of music styles of music and it's it's just a great a great thrill to be playing the brass uh, instrument and uh, and you're right I have great admiration for the Cassidy brass and, and, and reed band they've been marching around Hyde Park at League Walden Park all the pitches are and all over Roscommon they're synonymous with County Final Day in Roscommon the, the Cassidy band and I think I think maybe we could do a programme on them someday, and you know, just to give appreciation to them. Be lovely, yeah. because, because you know, maybe even to, maybe even to do maybe a piece on um, uh, you know, a piece on Danny Burke as well, and his his contribution both to the Castlereagh band, uh, the Castlereagh brass band, and also to um, to Jay as well, because as, as we know ourselves from talking to him, an absolute gentleman, and the contribution he has made as a collector and as a coach and in various roles and, and how he contributed to the success of so many, I suppose, club teams, you know, Cassery and also various county teams at various grades as well. So I, I think that would be a fitting tribute. And, um, you know, we, we did an insight out with him as well. Um, you, you spoke to him, um, you know, did an interview with him as well before a match earlier on in the season as well. So that that would be a very good idea, Ray. Yeah, so yeah, the Cassery yeah. band is back in, in in place, and they'll be there hopefully in Hyde Park on on Sunday week for the, the senior final, and this Sunday for the intermediate final. And they've had great players down to the years, and the late great Stephen um, Tracy from um, Cassery was was a great player with them too. He died there two years ago. He had a sports shop in in the town, you know, and uh, he was a great friend of mine. But Danny Danny Burke, Aiden, what a what a man! And they go and play all over the world too. They play in New York, Manchester, London, Birmingham, you name it. Anywhere that where there's Irish diaspora is is uh, is is found there. You'll find the uh, Castery Pipe Band and Brass Band at St Patrick's Day. So um, yeah, that's that's at League of Tremaine, Aiden, the, the history of the clubs over the last maybe forty fifty years in terms of their action in county finals. Um, unlucky for Tremaine this year, but they'll be back and. They'll keep the fire lit 
and yep. that league will, will, will go forward now into the Connacht Intermediate Championship and they will they will uh, contest that on behalf of Roscommon and it's just an interesting final point that Tremaine Aidan broke away from that league back in 1945 and they became a football club and, uh, yeah, they were a football club first from 1945 to 49, and in 1949 they switched to um, hurling, and they won the Roscommon Junior Championship in 1949, and they're really situated in in the townlands of Scardon and Nakadangan in in Traman, yeah. and they're named after Traman Hills. They have no school, church, shop, pub, you name it. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Um, it of, is, and of course, it's great, it's great to see a club like that. And I suppose, for, from a, from a, an athlete point of view, I suppose, just, just to mention as well, they were in the last four county finals, won two and lost two, so it's a, it's an even split. Yeah. Well, I suppose, just, just going back to yourself as well, Ray, you were, you were saying, you know, you were at the game on, sun, on Sunday, but you also did a, a lovely video of county final day and, you know, all the cars decorated in the, in the Traman colours and in the athlete colours. And uh, well done, well done to you as well. You were asked to do um, to do commentary for the for the streaming for the game as well, which must have been uh, um, which must have been delighted with and very proud to do. Indeed, and it was an honour. And I'm grateful to Roscommon County Board for asking me to do the live streaming, and I really, really appreciate it. Really, um, really delighted to do it, and it's it's, a, it's an honour, a privilege. Uh, to be asked to be part of such a special occasion uh, by Roscommon GA TV. So I'd like to thank the county board and, and, and John O'Connor, Brian Carroll, David O'Connor, the, the lads who, who, who uh, asked me to do this job and I'm, I'm privileged and honoured to do it, Aidan. And uh, yes, in, in relation to the video I put together, I, I uh, had my camcorder with me and I just took a few, I just saw the images in the in the town and the cars decorated and the flags and just put a few images together and, and put it up on YouTube and and thank thank God Aidan uh, a few people like it you know I was in touch with one of the at league people there after I did it and because uh, I met them in the town during the, on, on Sunday evening when I was doing it and they looked and they're all they're happy so thank God for that that if it brings a little bit of enjoyment to, to one person isn't it great and the same with our show and we hope you know that anyone listening to the show that they if they enjoy it, it's that's all we're trying to do is bring enjoyment and bring um, that little bit of, of uh, GA memories to, to people out there, and it's great if they if they if they enjoy it, and it's it's brilliant for, to, that we can do that, you know. And uh, I think it's so important to look back on the uh, history of our football and hurling in Roscommon and the people that that made it. And somebody said one time, I think it was Isaac Newton or some, if, if, if we're, every generation is standing on the success of the previous generation. When every, everybody's building up, building up, building up. And like Roscommon, you know, without, like, for example, take Hyde Park, for example, now it's 50 years old this year. The reason we're, we, have the, we, we have the opportunity to go and watch brilliant matches is there because of the vision of the men and women in the, in the early, late 60s or whatever, early 70s, that went and bought that pitch and developed it to the, the, the venue that is today. So every generation does their bit and moves on and leaves it there for the new generation to add to and, and enhance and embellish. So uh, we, we, we have to be grateful for the, the people that have gone before us, Aidan, and what they've done and achieved. And we can look back and appreciate the massive work that they put in. And similarly for Traman and Athlete, today we look at the team that played last Sunday, both teams, but look at the, look at the heroes that they had in the 60s, 70s, 80s that made that league and Traman clubs what they are today. You know, the Mike John Lanes, the Johnny Hotties, these people, other people that, that, that's not even mentioned about or spoken about, but they did Trojan work 
over the decades to make at League and Tremont what they are today. And, and they're in every club, Aidan, you know, and we pay tribute to them. And uh, thanks to at League and Tremont for a great county final. And we look forward to watching them again in 2022, please, God. Yeah. And of course, uh, just as, as you know, as people may know, myself and yourself work together on Riscama GA Memories. We do a, a piece uh, every for the Friday sport every Friday. And also, like, between the two of us, we also do things together. We also do uh, matches together as well, podcasts. Sure. And, uh, you know, it, it, is, it is enjoyable. And, um, you know, and just to let people know that uh, both of those, uh, both of the videos that Ray was involved in and uh, did, uh, they're both actually available on uh, Friday Sport, on the Friday Sport social media pages like Facebook and Instagram and also Twitter as well. So if people want to want to look at those videos, and uh, and raise commentary for the match. They can find it there. So listen, thanks very much, Ray, for doing that. And it was great. It was great to look back on uh, on uh, the history and the tradition and the rivalry between uh, Traman and Athi. Thanks, Aidan, and bye now. No problem. Thanks very much. And that was Ray Lennon, former common goalkeeper, taking us through the history of and tradition of of the rivalry of at League and Traman.